0: Howdy, Bar Minions, and welcome back to the third edition of What's Your Deal? Today we have with us Curtis Craddock to find out what's your deal. Hey, Curtis.
1: Hello, Bar Minions. How you doing? Hi, Donna. Well, I'm at it.
0: (laughs) It took so long for this meeting to take place, considering that you're across the hallway.
1: Yes. I'm across the hallway, but apparently in another dimension. That's true.
0: All right, well, let's get to it. minions may know Kurt as my partner. We are partners. We have lived together for about 10 years now. Give or tip, a couple of days. I don't know how long it is. Is it 10 years exactly or 10 years on Columbus Day?
1: It's roughly 10 years on the day we used to call Columbus Day.
0: Oh yes, it's 10 years on, what do we call it in Colorado again?
1: Um, Native American Day,
0: I think. Yes! Yes, Native American's Day. Yes. We went on our first date on Native American's Day, so that's next... Whatever next Native American's Day is, is going to be 10 years. So, now that we have that out of the way, (laughs) and we know exactly what's going on in our lives...
1: (laughs) I'm never quite sure what's going on in my life.
0: Let's get to the questions! time for the interrogation. What's your deal? What's your history? What do you do? What's your podcasting history? Let's get it done. What's your deal?
1: day job is that I teach school in a prison. I teach computer information systems, uh, which is a college class for incarcerated women at Denver Correctional Facility, Denver Women's Correctional Facility. When I am not doing that, I try to write books. I've written four of them that have been published so far, plus a couple of short stories. And my podcasting history is mostly as being an interviewee or a guest on other people's podcasts. It will be interesting to be a co-host of one.
0: So, tell us about the names of your books, your novels that were published, and where to find
1: them. Well, the best place to find any book, if you can find it, is your local bookstore. Um, If you can't, uh, it's perfectly fine to buy them online. They are An Alchemy of Masks and Mirrors, uh, is the first one of the series. It is, if you like the Pirates of the Caribbean, or Princess Bride, or Robin Hood, or any of those Three Musketeers stories, you should like this book. It's a high fantasy set in a world of soaring continents and skyships and sorcery and swordplay, friendship and other follies. And steampunk gadgets, too. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of steampunk in it, because steam isn't a thing. We can call it clockpunk, I guess. Or sailpunk.
0: Yeah, yeah, sailpunk. There we go. That's it. What are your favorite wild animals? There can be more than one.
1: Well, I like pronghorn. They're a Colorado native, and they are very, very odd. They have a lot of unique characteristics in the features.
0: They are total weirdos.
1: I also like cephalopods, generally, octopuses and cuttlefish and squids. I mean, I like them from a distance. I don't want to be up close with them.
0: You don't want to be their friends?
1: When, when an octopus wants to be your friend, that means it has its tentacles on. Actually, it's arms.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Only squid have tentacles.
0: Yeah, they don't have tentacles.
1: Yeah, they, have, they have arms. That's
0: right. They have arms.
1: We're being pedantic today.
0: We're a show about facts, so we kinda have to be pedantic. You know, it's in the rule book.
1: Yeah, it's in the rule book. Anyway, they you know they're smart. If they if they lived longer they'd rule the world.
0: Some argue they already do. <laughs> anyway, what's your favorite? Well, they
1: certainly are escape artists.
0: <laughs> they aren't escape artists. What are your
1: favorite domestic animals? Well, I'm pretty fond of my dogs and my cats. Those are my favorites. Um, there's little Odie Pickle. Odie Pickle. Yep, he's a half chihuahua, half fence jumper. <laughs> and his little brother, Hector, um, who is not look, technically as a brother, but... Yeah. And then I have two cats, one of whom is named Malfurion Stormrage, who is tremendous. He is vast. He is pointy. He has he two cats. He is. He's about four feet long when he stretches out and weighs about 20 pounds.
0: Yeah. He's a mini panther.
1: The um, other one is Valera, and she is our little assassin cat. He's, she's a sly, sneaky one. She is sly and sneaky, but also
0: very sweet.
1: Yes, also very cute. She talks to herself in the middle of the night. She goes down and sits That's out in true. the living room and goes, ow, 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 for no apparent reason.
0: Yes, and when we put our heads down there and go what do you want kitty she looks at you like i was playing with my toy what leave me alone
1: (laughs) i was practicing my arias (laughs)
0: it's very cool so what are your guilty pleasures what would people make fun of you for if they knew that you did things
1: oh well people make fun of me for all sorts of reasons (laughs) i play role-playing games i started playing role-playing games back when i was a teenager back during the time when people thought that Dungeons & Dragons caused bad social outcomes, yes. um, And but really the only bad social outcomes that, that they came was being labeled a, a geek, Yes. which got you into all the interesting places. If you want things that people will make fun of me for, I put instant milk directly in coffee.
0: Yes, that's true. I've seen him do it.
1: <laughs> I, I have a very eclectic t- taste in music. Yes. Can't think of anything else really off the top of my head. I've spent my entire life being a geek and not really much caring what other people thought of me
0: true and also not being super social a lot of the time so it probably we might not have even noticed
1: (laughs) yes if i noticed people not liking me they were doing it from a safe distance
0: (laughs) uh let's see you you paint miniatures
1: yeah, I paint miniatures. That's all, That's part of the whole role-playing
0: thing. Yes, but not every role-player paints miniatures. I certainly don't. My hands shake too much. There's no way that I could do something on that scale. It's very, very difficult I decided
1: work. a long time ago, well, I, I played a lot of, um, of the tabletop war games, and I figured that I had better either learn to like painting or stop playing, because I knew I was going to spend a lot more time painting than I was playing.
0: You played a lot of games that required some sort of token on the board for a map.
1: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
0: That makes sense. And also, you used to play like a war, like tabletop strategy type of games, like war.
1: Yeah, tabletop war games.
0: Like Warhammer, but not. That might be the only one Warhammer. that most people have heard of. You played Warhammer. That's not what you were playing last time I knew, though. What was the one you were playing
1: before? That was. The one by Privateer Press, which name suddenly escapes me. Oh, war machine. War
0: machine, right? So, yes. So you do that, and you were you doing that. Uh, let's see what else. And then the
1: only person I knew how to play with left.
0: Oh, left. That's right.
1: He moved. He
0: abandoned <laughs> you. And he's your brother, which makes it even worse. I,
1: don't know. I know. My brother moves around a lot. <laughs>
0: So let's see, what else would people make fun of you for? I'm trying to think. Oh, puns. You make a lot of puns.
1: Puns are the highest form of humor.
0: <laughs> you do it, and you've got me doing it now, which is even worse. So you're guilty on two points.
1: <laughs> I freely do my guilt and throw myself on the mercy of the court. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there, there's no life without puns. Puns are not so much a type of humor as they are a personality trait.
0: Yes, that's true. And now they've, but it's one that you can pick up, like a virus. <laughs>
1: it just comes from being able, I think I think a lot of it, well, my mom taught me how to do it, now she regrets it.
0: Yes, um, I know, but she does it all the time anyway. She can't help herself. Yes, it.
1: she does. Yeah. But after a while, you start to realize that, you know, it's like all the words that are in the English language are there for you to play with. It's true. You know they're not to be kept on a shelf like fine china dusted occasionally and never used them and thrown up by your grandfather. yeah you
0: should eat on the fine china
1: for sure yep. and you should make and you should and you should definitely juggle the english language mm-hmm. i mean i juggle the English language like a drunken polar bear in a china shop well but
0: we'll wrap up this what's your deal thank you very much for coming on and welcome to the great ship varmints 2.0 Oh, the varmints podcast is produced by me donahue our logo is by imran Javed. our intro music is by kevin mcleod and our bed music today was green green garden by chris howitt thanks for listening and until next time
1: be nice to animals
0: excellent
1: or they will hurt you
0: you've been listening to a podcast of the podfix network Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.
1: Warminians, it's the third time we're recording this. No, it isn't. Shut up. <laughs> Technical difficulties are terrible. Hello, Varminions, Come save me. I'm locked in the basement. <laughs> That's more like it.